Giants community with our giant appetite for giant success. It is Sparrow here. You hear that? What a win. Gulping of success. Was anyone nervous? Shit, I was. <laughs> but what helped me was something I stumbled across earlier today in the bookshelf. It was my trusty Oxford Dictionary. And there's two pages in the Oxford Dictionary that are well-worn dog ears. Page 332, never, an adverb, at no time in the past or future, not ever, the other dog ear is on page 612, it's surrender, which is a verb, which means to give up or hand over, typically on compulsion or demand. So my friends, never surrender means at no time in the past or future, not ever, will we give up or hand over. That's the Giants motto. That's the name of the unofficial GWS fan podcast, Never Surrender by the Squinners. It's what we sing as a collective. It's what we've chosen to define our identity. But as everyone knows, it's all words if you don't back it up with actions. Last year we stumbled into the finals and we showed up against the, uh, the Bulldogs at the Beanstalk, the Lions at the Gabba and then the Pies at the MCG that indeed we will never surrender. We'll scrap and scratch and fight and claw our way to victory at all costs for each other, for Greater Western Sydney, for the Squinters. But then we stumbled into the GF and we got absolutely flogged. We spent a summer on the road to redemption licking our wounds. The grand final disaster was and is a massive blight on our identity. It's potentially scarred us. And it all come down to how we responded in 2020. And we started pretty well. We started on fire. We flogged the cats at the beanstalk in March. But then the world changed and COVID fucked everything. So the boys unpacked the homebush gym, started benching from the garage, doing time trials around the bay run in Dremoyne, kicking the footy to themselves on deserted ovals from Concord to Clavelli. And we returned from isolation and for the Giants, it's been bloody inconsistent and underwhelming. Mediocre. Flashes of promise, but more often than not, largely disappointing. It's been shaping as a repeat of the Bulldogs in 2017. Premiers the year before, then completely missing the finals. Or even worse, the Adelaide Crows. Grand final 2017. Infamous training camp, followed by a slide into oblivion. So it all came down to a Saturday afternoon in Perth at Optus Oval. Heaving with a purple fanatical army. And I'll admit, gentlemen, I was nervous. They flogged us in Canberra in 2019. We've been playing well for a number of weeks and we were coming off the back of a terrible loss against the Swannies and last week against the uh, Eagles losing that game. But boys, we turned up, we personified our motto. We did not surrender. And my feeling is that with our backs against the walls, we'll come home with a wet sail and the competition will be looking over their shoulders for the orange tsunami rising in the distant horizon. Needles, the Renaissance man. Now, Michael, welcome. Welcome, gentlemen. Let's unpack, which is potentially, hopefully, the turning point, the line in the sand as our old mate, Kevin. <laughs> the line in the water. Another, another line in the sand. Too much sand. Terry, Terry. The line in the sand that Terry referred to has officially come. It's the turning point of 2020. Welcome, gentlemen. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, it's absolutely delightful to be with you. Um, I just want to clarify that the line in the sand comes against a team that was 12th or 13th on the ladder. <laughs> That's our big 
moment. I mean, they sure, they were playing good footy. Well, anyway, they beat Sydney and we got <laughs> smashed by Sydney. They built yeah, it up God. Sydney. So, yeah, that's an excellent line in the sand. Thank Mal. you for having us. Welcome, Mal. Yep, pleasure, pleasure to be here. Fortunately, I missed the uh, debacle against the Swans. Thoroughly enjoyed the pod, though. I thought um, our correspondent, Fox, was... Very yeah. subdued in Whoa. his quoting, which Bloody is hell. makes which which makes him a far better man than I. <laughs> um, <laughs> you should have seen uh, it, Mal. He was dressed up. He looked a bloody picture. Sounded, sounded well dressed. Well, if if you, yeah, if you just listen to it though, he didn't he didn't gloat a lot. Um, in fact, I thought he was quite harsh on Buddy. Anyway, mm. that's all in the past now. It's just a pleasure to be here um, after a terrific win and uh, after seeing my boy Jake Riccardi kick uh, kick four today. Perfect. Let's get to Jake. Let me do issues of the week first before we can yeah. just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. And let's talk about what whiskeys we're drinking because... Uh, <laughs> no, let's get when, in the When yours. you were getting really, really keen, you're like, oh, we're going to drink whiskey because it's, and this was a couple of weeks or a couple of days ago. Who's on? We'll have a couple of whiskeys. And I, like you, thought, you know, Fremantle, they're not much chop, but we're even worse. And maybe the whiskeys will be putting it too far forward, but here we are. Canadian Club and Dry, zero sugar, diabetics. What's in the background? Unite. Um, oh, that's just a cheap vodka mud shake cowboy and a jam donut <laughs> wine-flavoured shot with donut cream, which I'm very much looking forward to. It contains milk and sulphites. You are oh, a diabetic. It's a wild, yeah. wild old night in Canberra town. <laughs> really low on blood sugar at the moment. Yeah, no, well, um, let's kick, kick straight into um, issues of the week, first quarter. Uh, well done us, 30,000 members, new record. Is that right? Oh, excellent. Oh, well, over 30,000. Yeah, apparently. All Yeah, of course. We're a club that goes from strength to strength, as you can see by... Even when we're playing terribly, people are signing up. So, well done us. (laughs) I mean, I do want to get into... Full full credit to the AFL as well for, uh, you know, recognising that the... Western Sydney was a high growth area in the country and just lobbing a team in there. <laughs> Question I just wanted to ask though, Mel Michael, was are you currently in fourteen days of lockdown and fourteen days of self isolation? Could you tell us the reason why? Because you briefly glossed oh, over it before the pod. Oh, I've just recently returned from uh Because we're now also a travel blog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have just returned for a week's holiday in on Havar Island in the Adriatic in Croatia, which was unfortunately removed from the quarantine exemption list of the UK a day or two before I travelled there with my uh, wonderful girlfriend. So, um, Did it suck? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this for free, mate. I reckon 14 days not being able to leave the house is well worth it for six days on a beautiful island on the Dalmatian coast. Mm. Uh, all the sausage you can eat. No, we, we cracked the uh, 30,000. What I did want to crack into, Needles, was um, heard heard Leon talking during the week about a lot of cuts to staff and trimming of the fat. Now, so there's going to be some people that go, obviously we want to hold on to Adrian Caruso off the back of his remarkable find of Jake Riccardi, our... Um, our chief recruiting officer. But let me just run through some of these titles of the uh, high performance department that we currently have at the Giants. 
We've got a head of high performance. We've got a senior athletics performance coach, strength, power. We've got senior athletics performance coach, rehabilitation, sports science. We've got athletics performance coach. We've got GPS analyst, sports scientist. We've got consultant, sports scientist. We've got head of medical, senior physio, athletic performance physio, athletics performance physio, intern physio, chief medical officer, medical officer. It goes on and on and on. Fellas, do we just need Leon, a couple of his mates to rebound off? Maybe an old school hard trainer that doesn't know sports science. Get rid of all the GPS, no no diets, no, no nutrition. Run with me. Just tighten it right up. Tighten it up. Get them harder. Don't worry about the analytics. Don't worry about the data. I was just... Well, you mean to be, to be just just to just to interject, just to Sparrow, you've went you've been through the the sort of the second tier list of coaches there in the high performance department. Not not, not second tier; it's the wrong phraseology. But um, there's also eight assistant coaches that we've glossed straight over. Eight. Yeah, well, I thought they were coaches. safer than the. <laughs> really? Do we all eight of them? That's you know, that's one to every three players. Um, what about though? Did you see uh, Cheese on the list put up the the chat about the possible All Australians? And the first line for the Giants was normally this list would be full, but he only yep. the, the dude only picked out four people: Nick Haynes, who probably should be thoroughly deserves to be in the mix. Uh, from he's a lock, isn't he? Yeah, he's lost lot. just nineteen point four percent of his defensive one on one contests this year. After today, that percentage would have gone down. Uh, Toby Green has been immense, yep. but he's only played the eight games. Josh Kelly has been the most consistent midfielder in the yep. mix. Is he an All-Australian? No, I don't think Harry Perryman, they're the four who have been identified. I don't think Harry would, but I think Josh, uh, definitely Nick. Uh, who's the other one you said? Uh, Toby Green. He's a short guy. He gets in trouble. Yeah, yeah he's up there. Hobbs probably just hasn't played enough this season. Uh, I think yeah, well, it is sort of a reward that rewards longevity. It also uh, tends to reward success. To be honest, though, what do you want to be? Some, you know, um, some facile award like All Australian, yeah. or you want to have the Norm Smith, the Premiership medallion hanging around your neck at the end exactly. of the season? Exactly. I know which one I'd take as a player. Exactly, and he is destined for that. Can't yeah, wear a Premiership well. medal. You get the jacket with an All Australian. <laughs> And and there and, and, and therein lies one of the fundamental personality differences between myself and Needles that are at Mason's <laughs> Who's just had a shot of what was it? Jam jam donut jam donut. F- fifty cents with his, at the with local. his Fremantle beanie on. Yeah, I was gonna say, do we need to talk about what's on your head, mate? Yeah. Well that was just a shit stir because you guys are so flat I wanted to get a bit of reaction, but I would like you to notice the purple. It's not the dark modern purple of the current Fremantle. It is the old school Royal Roman purple, where it's like almost fluoro purple. It's as purple as polyester can get uh, with the old school logo. This is back in the 90s when it was me and Fremantle for glory. <laughs> I did want to ask you, Needles, why, why did you choose Fremantle? Uh, they started playing the year I did, and I didn't have a team at the time in 1990 four or five or something like. And so I thought, yeah, Fremantle, they're a new team. They've got a great purple uniform. I love anchors. I've always wanted to be a sailor. Uh, and Perth, 
these guys. I watch heaps of home games. I I do have an anecdote as well of visiting uh, Fremantle with you at one stage when we were over there for Australian University Games many, many moons ago. Yeah, you wouldn't remember much, would you? I remember enough. You came out with a pair of Fremantle Dockers braces <laughs> attached to your trousers, but hanging down, not over the shoulder. Just yeah, yeah, down. yeah. No, wearing like, an 80s what is, style. I, I, I distinctly remember going, what is this? This is nonsense. Anyway. First thing I see when we get off the train in Fremantle are three other people wearing the exact same style of braces hanging out. I was like... You can't fight fashion. No, exactly. You've always been more avant-garde than me, that's for sure. (laughs) But but it was interesting. Well, it wasn't interesting today. I I fully expected it. But watching the Giants play before we get into the game, there was no little heart murmurs about Fremantle. if, If they're playing a team I don't like, Good, but it was all about Giants and that sort of thing and Jake Riccardi. So it was, a, it was another nice place to know where I am. And where I am is orange. Do, can we give a quick, like, well played to last week's uh, pod, particularly Bubs, I think, was his analysis Absolutely. of one or two. I mean, if I ever had money to go into a hedge fund, I know who I'd be asking to manage my money because he is on Soft. the ball. Yeah, it's almost like he does it for a living. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that or he must coach footy because the insights were were bang on. But he, I hadn't, I vaguely had paid attention to Jake Riccardi, and then I watched a little bit of his game only just because Bubs had commented about how well he straightened the team up, and I had noticed. I think I was the first one of the squeezes to be on Jake Riccardi. Yeah, oh, I'm looking shit. at my phone really? here. No, no, one hundred percent. I was out last year on Friday, the twentieth of December, two thousand nineteen. And as happens in London, when you're out and about, you meet other Aussies. And some bloke that I was chatting to, I cannot remember where or how I got chatted to this bloke, but I must have had a pint in hand, Christmas spirit flowing freely. And I've got in my phone, GWS, a note, GWS, Jake Riccardi, entered 20 December 2019, <laughs> quarter past eight in the evening. Three sheets to the wind. All my dreams have come to fruition, haven't they? <laughs> and he's your boy. But um, Sparrow, that you you should put a bit of a um, chat for the website because you put the nicknames up. Absolutely, yeah. Well, that, yeah. that's probably any. That's, third that's quarter, you're talking fourth quarter. There. Okay, right. Was okay. that issue of the week? Well, I know it just did happen in the week. And of I course, it, I thought it was brilliant. Could be both. Mm. No, that, that, that's that's a fine point. We do have a. New content alert. Boom. Uh, <laughs> as per alert, our request. Alert, alert. alert. <laughs> Where's that sound effect gone? <laughs> <laughs> as per request from... <laughs> I can't forget his name. What's his name? Tony. Terry. Whatever it was. Tony. Uh, Terry. Terry, we've yep. got your... Um, Request the nicknames are up on the website. It's brilliant, and then and that led through to um, Chizo finding the link to the article where we broke We're through to the mainstream media for the first time. Uh, snapshot footies Stormy Daniels comes up Trump by Peter Ryan September 17, 2019, at one past two in the afternoon. Nicknames have become something of a dying art in football, but Snapshot reckons even Lou Richards, who was the master at handing out nicknames to players, would support that given to match-winning giant Brent Daniels in the past month, past month Stormy Daniels. 
Of course, the real Stormy Daniels is the adult film actress who claims she was paid off to keep quiet about an alleged affair in 2006 with American President Donald Trump. It's fair to say she doesn't have a lot in common beyond her surname and star sign with a pocket-sized gold sneak from Nyanya West. Nyanya West? Nyanya. It's a good name. Right. West of Western Nyanya, who kicked the brilliant winning goal on Saturday night against the Brisbane Lions put the Giants into another preliminary final. Credit to the Never Surrendered podcast. <laughs> a, brackets, a weekly Giants fan-run podcast by the Squinners who threw, who threw Stormy the 20-year-old's way and watched his Giants teammates pick it up and run with it to put to the point the co-captain Phil Davis mentioned it on the television at the weekend. Thank now we Phil. await the selfie showing the two Stormies together taken somehow on a footy trip somewhere in the next decade. Oh, I'm not religious, but if that happens... Oh, that's got to happen. I'm going to pick a god. That is going to happen. I'm surely, surely Stormzy, when he grows up a little bit Stormzy. more, because he's probably, he's probably a little while. I like calling him Stormzy. Stormzy it's, it's so a London good. connection, yeah. Because um, also, could there be the boy from Nia Nia West and the real Stormzy, the grime artist from London, are uh, probably worlds <laughs> apart as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a in, contrast. In look, yeah. in interest. <laughs> yeah. Um, in God, that'd be a holy dare I say, Yeah, imagine, imagine if they all got <laughs> yeah, a photo here in Vegas or somewhere. That's where I could see them all coming together, right? An unholy triumvirate of... Absolute Hellraisers. Stormy Daniels, the real Stormy Daniels. And Stormzy. Brent Daniels and Stormzy, Stormzy Daniels. It's a beautiful, beautiful, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Brent Fusion. Stormzy, Stormzy Daniels. And could, did someone read the um, article that Coco posted about Jeremy Cameron's no, over quarantine is no longer a fish out of water? I couldn't get past the thingity, Bob. Great story. Can you summarise? Uh, so it's here somewhere. The, the, the long and the short of it was... Jezza uh, loves getting out and about. Like he goes, does his thing at footy club, gets out in his boat, goes out through the heads, and he's gone. You know, he, he likes his space, and the fair to say the hub has not worked for him at all. And during the week, he was able to actually go for a fish off the coast at Perth with, I think, Stormy. But the article was about, yeah, there's been a theory doing the rounds at GWS that Jer- Jeremy Cameron's form slump is linked to him not being able to indulge in his off-field passion. That hypothesis can now be put to the test when the giant spearhead threw the line out at Perth Beach at a Perth Beach this week. It had been just over a month since he last went fishing, 70 kilometres off the coast of Sydney. Cameron has managed just five goals in four games since, his form dropping off to the point where Essendon great Matt Lloyd Lined him up this week, declaring the out-of-contract star was not worth the big bucks. After two weeks in hotel quarantine, the man with the Instagram handle, Outdoor Athlete, was able to get out again. Along with teammate Daniel Lloyd, sorry, not Stormy, Daniel Lloyd, Cameron took the rod out off the rocks at Scarborough and Cottesloe Beaches. They left empty-handed, not that Cameron minded, particularly if he lands a bag against Fremantle, which he sort of did. Can hear you. Yeah. We're out, are we? No, I can't even see him. Sparrows, sparrows. But yeah, oh, would I was going to say? Didn't one of us, inclusively the Squinters, put um, Jezza up for trade bait? Oh, no, nobody did. Was that? Or well, that was just me looking at something different? Mm, not sure. Someone did actually. We, we, we were going to touch on um, on uh, the article about Zachy Williams being 
trade baits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I believe. Let's, well, let's, let's get I through mean, these issues of the week because there's plenty of issues. He's what? my new favourite player. Are we so still he, in the he, first quarter? <laughs> it was two in the first quarter. Listen, listen, pop down. The problem <laughs> here is needles are renaissance, man, because every time you 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 put out there that you got a favourite player... Yeah, I know it. They leave. I was just about to say the same thing, and I'm sorry. Change your profile. <laughs> you cannot own Zaki. I know. I, yeah, I will have to. Um, I who do we definitely? I my new favourite player is Sauce. <laughs> Absav is my favourite player, and I love him a lot. I'll give you that. On his current form, he's definitely my favourite player. So apparently, Zach's going to Carlton. Um, uh, he's not. He's according not according to Riley. Yeah, Riley, mate. He shave your moustache, Riley. Yeah, you look like it. You look like a bad eighties porn star. Zach is, um, he's taken Bobby under his wing. He's, uh, he's our foundation player. He's not going anywhere. And he's Needle's favourite player. He's so. also a Naranda boy. He's definitely exactly. Heartland of GWS. He's so anyway, he's staying. Boy. I mean, Riverina guys yeah. stick together. And a, and a Wiradjuri uh, lad as well. So yeah, right. It's squarely in the, uh, in the Giants' catchment. This does lead into a, another trade, and this is uncomfortable, I must admit, but... With the rise of Riccardi today, we have four very good forwards that we all love. Do we have the cash and the uh, the ability to hold on to all four? We've got Dorsal, we've got Harry, we've got Jezza, we've got Riccardi. Can we hold them all? Discuss. Don't have to worry about it at the moment because Riccardi will be on a two-year contract, so it's not a problem at this point in time. What about Dorsal? He's up for renewal this year. Well, yeah, I mean, I reckon if you, yeah, if you can keep him, As you can keep him because, like, you need more than three forwards. You need a squad of football players. You need squad freshness and depth. We need Bardo's, Rudy Hill, <laughs> scrap metal, under the desk, cash payments to hold them all. Oh, jeez, we don't right. want to turn into the Melbourne Storm, do we? <laughs> Fuck. I mean, that's a big call. Sparrow to go straight out there with... I mean, it's right in the, the Squinters Lane, like unofficial, unauthorised <laughs> and effectively illegal. But I, know, I think it's, it's a strong, it's a very front foot option. It's a front it's foot not, option. Look, it's not illegal. It's against the rules of the <laughs> AFL. Now, unless there's been a change in how the legislature of Australia works, <laughs> you know, you, you're not going to prison for doing it, but you are probably getting docked all your points that season. I've never loved someone more for splitting hairs. <laughs> Alar Carlton in the, what, late 1990s, the most overpaid rubbish team ever to grace a football field. <laughs> Was it, uh, and I, I've said it before, but the line from Will Anderson, Carlton stopped being good when he stopped being able to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're on, we're on part one. We're <laughs> still in first quarter. <laughs> yeah, right. Look. Who is Onions? What Two is Onions? In. Bubs, someone mentioned, someone's got a nickname of is Onions and then Bubs put in Onions with a question mark. What is the Onions reference when we're talking about nicknames? Well, I think it's the sausage. Great question. Yeah, we've got the, the sauce. Got the Thank you. Got sauce, Jacobs. And then football. <laughs> Unpack First, the ruck. important stuff. So in the ruck, we've got, we've got sausage, we've got sauce, we've got right. now the two other ruckmen, Onion, 
being. Why is Mummy sausage? Because <laughs> he's a big it, silly oh. sausage. <laughs> no, no. He is. He goes back to his days at where was he? Where's he from? Bunyip or something? They used to they used to pay him in in um, beers and sausages after the game. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> and he just he oh set the my. club broke because he just kept eating it. So he's he's sausage. So he was the swordfish. <laughs> he was the swordfish. He's now the sausage. Yeah, yeah. No, the swordfish is a blight. Sausage is. And he'll always, and he'll always be the big mummy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So then we've got if you've got a sausage and you've got a sauce, you need the full kit and caboodle. So you need some onion, which Maddie Flynn gets, <laughs> which is our emerging ruckman, and then Kieran okay. Briggs, Briggs, Bredsy. So you need some bread. So you've got Briggsy is Bredsy. Out of our four rucks, we've got a lovely Saturday afternoon sausage sizzle. Mm, I love how that was completely organic. I mean, Wikipedia does back up that Shane Mumford's nickname is Sausage, so... Absolutely. There you go. Oh, really? Yep. They do not mention Swordfish or Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I really liked today's game. I thought it was great. Who's Jake? Yeah, no, we're, not into, we're not into that yet. Don't jump the gun. All right. Okay. This is the first quarter. You've been, you've been trying to prod us there. I thought I'd, I'd, I'd leap. Um, and also, Sparrow, Law, so like, this is real-time podcast. Lawso's just put up an excellent question on the thread that will give us another half hour of fat chewing before we get to the game, or we can put it in play on at all costs. Yeah, right, okay. Second quarter, match review. <laughs> so, fellas, we we were awesome, obviously. Uh, came out absolutely firing, blistering start. Um, I thought Mummy did, Mummy did well today against the old Rock Lobster. Um, Riccardi dominated. I was helping that really cool guy from Canberra try and win that election, so I was door knocking. And I heard the same trill that I'd been talking about last week when you get either it's a trill of grumpy or it's a, a trill of positivity. And it was uh, you, Sparrow, were the first person that started the trill of messages going through it. Um, and you said up and about. And I was listening to it now and then and catching snatches of the scores, and I've come home and watched it since. But it they like football is extraordinary for the same guys playing a totally different type of football, and obviously they were playing a different team. But and maybe it just it was um, Daniel because Lloyd was back in the team and just brings tattoos and shit. But it was it was really good. Whitfield playing off half back, yeah, electric, it was awesome. Was there a considerable lack of pressure and talent from Fremantle, but they had been going all right, or were we in a different place? Yeah, we were in a different place. If you fail to mention the influence of the Dutch clamp playing on his oh. good mate, uh, Nat Fife, I think you'd be being unfair, because I think that's you know, neutralising Nat Fife, obviously one of the best players in the league uh, early, really sets the tone for our mids to get on top. And Absolutely. then, you know... Obviously, um, Jezek Cameron's fishing expedition during the week has really uh, enhanced his game, and um, and Jake Riccardi taking some of the pressure off there. Uh, there just just worked the treat. And Harry Harry started really well. Yeah, oh, Harry's been good all year. Centre half forward, such an unsung position. Did Riccardi kick three goals in the third quarter? When did he kick his first goal? First quarter or second quarter? Uh, he kicked two first in the first, I believe. Yeah, yeah, two in the first, and then um, I think he got one in the second and maybe one in the fourth as well. 
So it was an even Jezza or Riccardi? Riccardi. I'm talking about Riccardi. No, Riccardi was three in the third quarter. You guys were all frothing about him. He took the mad hanger as well. And I also specifically watched the third quarter because I was so keen. Was, yeah, talk about leading out chess mark. Like, he just goes at it. Beeline's the ball. Yeah. I just wanted to mention everyone's stat. Uh, we still got dicked on the free can- kick count. Did we? We yep. started, actually. I think, I think what happened there now is we, we, had a, we had about five in a row. And then the crowd were getting edgy, the refs were, and then they were, the umpires were trying to overcompensate. Because, like, the first quarter we had. As, as they often do. Every every yeah. umpire in the history of sport, mate, is trying to overcompensate for something. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it felt like that in the first quarter. But yeah, I mean, Jezza was great. Mummy, Mummy, I think, dominated the Rock Lobster. Um, you had the Dutch clamp just absolutely clamping down on Fife, who last year when we played them, Dutch clamp was on, he was on someone else, not not Fife, and Fife dominated against us. So that was a good lesson learned. Um, you had Zaki dominating. I think Toby went into the middle at one point. Um, yep. Ross, he didn't yep. get many goals. Today he was he was up and about. Um, but it was Whit, Whitfield off the half-back line as well. He was averaging 350 metres gain. And he had 370 by half time, the commentary was, was saying. Yeah, he was awesome. Lawson did make a couple of controversial comments. One, Jezza may find himself on the other end of the fishing rod. That's trade right. Bait. And two, which I like very much, is it too late for Akadi to push for all Australian? I think that's a great <laughs> shout. And I would like an answer. Uh, the answer's no. It was a fucking sensational mark as well. Like the whole, he had a, he had a real, that is... Early days, but that's a lovely way to start a season. We'll have to go back to the archives, but I'm pretty sure that I said that uh, a couple of pods ago that Riccardi was still in the hunt for the uh, for the Coleman. So don't you worry about that, mate. That's right. <laughs> if this that's is right. only his second game and he's kicked four, you know, he doubles every you know couple of weeks. <laughs> I thought Timmy Taranto deserved a mention today as well. He, uh, I mean, yep. the Texan bull has really steeled our spine in the, in the guts there. Uh, since he's come back, uh, and I was actually just thinking, I was just thinking with um, about uh, Cal's finger and yep. what our team for the grand final might start to look like. Uh, and you know, obviously, everyone looks a million dollars. But did wind. you say team for the grand final? Yes, love that. Yeah. Carry on when we're th- when we're there um, in the at the Gabba. But <laughs> you know, but we do we do have some some. Quite a few big names uh, sitting on the pine at the moment, or you know, possibly waiting to come back in, and there'd be some very tough selection decisions to be made uh, if and when we get that far. And one of those will be, I think, it was mentioned again a couple of weeks ago that Timmy T- Timmy Tarantula and um, Cal Ward play a similar role in the guts there, yeah. and um, and the other one would be would be Jakey Riccardi and um, and the dorsal fin, dorsal. yeah. Funny you should mention that. Are the that. two ones that stand out for me. Now, I think you'll find that Leon has been shaping Cal to go in the back line. I think he's been... Right. I think they've been trying to use him off half-back. I well, we had Lockie Whitfield in there today. The guts. We had Lockie Whitfield in there today, so... What we did, and who's awesome. Run, perhaps? So, what do you do with Cal? Yeah. Is this, is this Leon trying to develop a plan B? 
As as I think Growler keeps telling him, look, mate, just everyone's get a, plan a bit uncomfortable a with Plan B, and, we'll, a, and we'll be right. We don't quite know. What to do with plan get one B. of your most solid in, inside midfielders and make him into a running wing back. That is, and that's a severe plan B. Unconventional. It's all in on the plan. Also, we should probably we should probably if we're going to make the grand final, let's focus on making the finals first because I just noticed that um, Melbourne has done some Kilda, so we're back out of the eight. Sparrow, you mentioned a passage, and I was wondering if you could play by play it because I definitely missed it, where you said that passage was sublime. Yeah, and that was the Bobby Hill goal, wasn't it? I think uh, you put me in the picture. Okay, so it's it's Mummy. Getting the ball from his own tap, I think giving it to maybe uh, Josh or someone in the guts who uh, g- gave it to someone on the 50 maybe and then in- on to, was it to Bobby? Who kicked the goal. It was, it was, uh, it was lovely. But it was. I think. I think. What well, the best thing about it was just dominating that 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 ruck. Because I mean, Mummy bouncing back from last. I mean, to Mummy's credit, Sean Darcy's thought, not a bad guy either. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, to, just to come back from that first quarter last week, where a lot of guys would have gone into their shell. I thought Mummy has just been fucking awesome. Last weekend, this week, just just yeah. doing what he does, bashing blokes. Finding a way to get get the upper hand. Mummy only knows one way, so I don't think you've ever got to worry yeah. about what to expect from Shane Mumford. Um, you're going to get so bullocking. Cool. You're going to get hard yeah. bullocking work around the ground and a couple of silly frees. Although this year, I haven't seen as many silly frees from um, no, knocking neither. out one of your own players from the Swordfishers as we see. Yeah, making making Josh Kelly bleed from the mouth. Also, <laughs> looking fairly, Josh Toby Kelly's Green. Gonna if Josh Kelly's going to smash his head into the swordfish's <laughs> knee, there's not much the swordfish can do about it. To- Toby Green probably gets started for hitting a guy in the gut. Ah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. Fine. Well, um, Tobes needs another week off, mate. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a bit second. <laughs> Who have we got next week? Oh, we can come to that. But um, you, you guys are right about the Dutch clamp. I didn't. Yeah, I just had one more, oh, one okay, more going. point on Fuck. one more point on uh, the help. match review was how 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 fucking. Boring is the commentary about the Giants on both. I was I was doing some out. I was I was working outside. I was in the radio, and it is just terrible. It's just boring. They've just got to get a. They've got to get a new synopsis of what the Giants are. It's just boring. It's like it's the same shit on TV. It's the same shit on radio. Like, are you guys fucking? You're obviously not listening to the ABC. <laughs> I never listen to ABC. I'm listening to Australia's national broadcaster, <laughs> and uh, it's much better there. Let me tell you, you want perceptive insights? Is this, a, is this a political position of yours, uh, Sparrow? Will not I was just trying to. If I wanted, Will I was just trying to solve Sparrow a problem. ABC. He's sitting there complaining about commercial radio and television. <laughs> Bucket. What's, what's funny? You know what's funny is you know Jared Whiteley, who's the Epitome of the ABC. Love Jared Whiteley. Yeah, the great. Point Dexter. Don't the point Dexter. Don't he, what? He, he's, taken, no he's taken to the, um, you know, where they've got to say uh, something like um, Mark of a Day from 
Jerry's fucking Mark's ties or some some promo. <laughs> You've got to give every special mention to a, yeah, yeah. a sponsor. He's taken to that like a fucking duck to the water. The <laughs> from from the, the Kumo tires, you know, scoreboard yeah. or something. You're like, it's, it's like every moment. This is the McDonald's break between the goal like, and the bounce up. <laughs> He's brilliant at it. Anyway, <laughs> but you, not that if someone not that if someone doesn't throw us some money, we won't be absolute commercial whores. Yeah, either. oh look, we can do <laughs> a practice right now. We are not selling Aldi out. condoms, safe and sound. It's a bit. Says the man with three kids. By the squid. Kentucky mudslides. Uh, yeah, yeah, mudslides. They're so they're so milky. Zero point nine percent of a drink, um, but Romac. Well, that was a delight to watch. When the Dutch clamp is on, so so are we. Him doing a good yep. job allows the other mids to do what they love doing, which is getting easy handball receives. The combine harvester was great today because the clamp threw him up. Mummy was great today. Wits and Zaki, fantastic off the halfback today. Uh, good work, good running. No, good run, good delivery. And I, and I do feel the unsung good summary here is still uh, the, t- the Texan bull. Yeah, right. So he's... Yeah, and- and Cornelio had a good game today as well, the captain. So he did, he did. He hasn't, yeah. And then Bartman couldn't watch the game, but took a selfie of himself in the in the uh, operation theatre, which was graphic. His N95 does look properly fitted, though. Are there any stats? Has anyone got the stats? In yeah, no. Mel, Mel did some stats. stats. Before we get into the stats, Mel, can I just say, um, great to see Stormy get another goal. That's his second. Oh, I was absolutely. concerned, I don't know about you guys, but he was on nude for a while there. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, oh, he only got his first goal last week. Fucking hell. I, well, I don't really have a, a stat, but um, they made a... No, you're a the stats man. That's why you're here. It, it, it is game-related. So the Dutch clamp today played on... Well, he played mostly on Nat Fife, and apparently those two are very good mates, and I was just going to ask the question, having... Played the game. Uh, do you think? Do you think you enjoy playing on someone you know very well and that you're very good friends with? Uh, perhaps more than going to some rando up and coming kid that you just got to belt around all day. That is a great question because I immediately go to my own, but I don't have any good mates, so I would no. But well, put it this way, mate. I would have loved to have played on you. <laughs> mate. One in the ribs and it wouldn't have to run very fast. I want to say that you did play on me a couple of times and you you lived to regret it, but I don't. I can't. Unfortunately, I can't. Yeah, I don't. That's a really good question. What's the question? Is does playing on a mate make you lift? Of course, yeah, it does. Is it easier because you know it? you know their playing style well? You know what they don't. Of like. course, it they does. They practice together a lot over at um at Freo when the Dutch clamp used to be there. So. Look at. Look at all the Giants players that come up against us. They all lift. Shield, yeah. um, old mate from yeah, true. Collingwood. Um, Except Lob and Nathan Wilson today. No, they played. Yeah, I thought yeah, I thought yeah, Wilson yeah. and or Lob didn't, but um, Wilson and is there another one there? Not yet. No, we'll <laughs> Tendai Mazungu is the runner still for them. Is he? Oh, Has yeah. he gone back to rough? Fucking mother. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he and mum, he and mummy were having a great chat after the game. It was very nice to see. It was heartwarming, in fact. Yeah. 
back to your point, playing against your mates is so good. Yeah, of yeah. course. You also is. know that you're probably not going to get, you know, a Chris Judd or a you know, Gary Ablett, whatever, elbow in the nose and, and break your nose. Yeah. Eh? You know it's going to be hard fought, but it's probably going to be pretty fair. So you don't yeah. mind, particularly in, in a role that um, the Dutch clamp plays, where sometimes he can come in for a bit of aggro because he's shutting a good player down. That um, Just on that point, Mal, how did you say you would have beaten me if we'd played on each other? <laughs> oh, I would have just gone <laughs> dirty early, mate. Easy. Because right. I know you don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> Belt me in the face, or was it? Belt me in the guts and do yeah, a quick run right. Not high. Yeah. In, so for some people, ribs. you wouldn't rely. <laughs> well, right. Hey, you've got a very punchable face, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Hate me because you fear my beauty. Exactly. Um, geez, that's a good question. I reckon that you're both right, but it, that is a really – because – it, like the whole, you can't sort of depersonalize them as just someone you just want to beat. Like, you know, mm. the it's fun. Well, I, I mean, I would talk to my brother. It's fun to play against him, but it wasn't always fun beating him because he was such a fucking sook. But yeah. <laughs> older brother, I, I get it's a, yeah, but it's really, that's a really, that is a really interesting question. And I wonder what that's like. Yeah. It also, did- also, because they, they would know some of them as well. Like, they would have all played 18s together mm. and done all this oh, yeah. stuff. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I don't have a quick... I think you're both right, but I, I think it's... There's a fair amount of discussion to be had. Mm. I think some of my best games were... And I'm talking rugby-related here, but intra... Like, internal... You know, internal games where you're playing against each other. You know, you've... You, You've got something to prove over the other person who you've who you know and you've 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 trained with. Yeah. And all the guys that have left the Giants, you know, they like Wilson and um, Trelaw from Collingwood and uh, the other guy down there. You know, they, they've all got something to prove over the over the guys they've been training with all those years, and um, they always shield down at Essendon. Yeah. You know, they all they all lift. And I I say that about. Uh, playing against my bro as well, but I mean, maybe my feelings not his because I'm pretty sure the best mark he ever fucking took was on your head. It was standing on my head. I haven't <laughs> ever seen it, but he was um, launched and he just yeah. Kicked He's four going goals to you, mate. I've got something to prove here. Yeah, still has you, the surgeon. You'll be yeah. Um, Third quarter. Right. Well done, Fremantle. No, um, your shit, Fremantle. Yes. So who we got next week? We got Carlton. At, okay, Carlton. And they're playing. Uh, well, does, does, does it really matter where the games are these days? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's on at. I assume up at. Yeah, it's at Metricon, which is our Back second home ground. Yeah, right. Uh, the boys are going to be up at Goldie. Yeah, I mean, it all comes down to how how Carlton go tomorrow against against Collingwood. Yep. Um, they've been going pretty well. well Carlton, they beat actually. Rio. To be fair. Oh, I don't think it does, Sparrow. Like, the run home we've got. Unpack. Carlton, Adelaide, Unpack. Melbourne, St. Kil- Melbourne, St Kilda, right? All of those yep. teams, ex- with the exception of Adelaide, who are absolute junk, um, and we must win Are that you game. nervous, bud? If, if we don't win that game, you won't be hearing from me again this year, listeners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Nix has something to prove there. Um, we, we just spoke about we just is, spoke about players lifting against. That their, is such um, a no holds barred. All in. Go fuck <laughs> yourselves, everyone. Call Mal. I'm really on board. <laughs> but but my point was going to be this: 
Carlton, Go. St Kilda, Melbourne are all in that range of the ladder, sort of 6 to 13. That That's we, dangerous stuff. Yeah, that if we're going to get in the finals and do anything, we need to win all of those games. So basically, sure. I think from this point to the end of the regular season, we need to go undefeated. That's how we like it. That was the whole crux of my intro. Oh, sorry. Backs mate. against the wall. <laughs> and, but, Fucking swinging. But if we go undefeated, then that still only gets us, what, 7 eighth, roughly, if we're good? Yeah, or it, 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 well, that's how we like it, Needles. That's what we want. So, Needles, do you want to be in the finals <laughs> or not? Yeah, I would prefer to be in the finals. <laughs> I don't want number two. So, if we go undefeated... It only gets us to seventh or eighth. Eighth is yeah. the cutoff for the finals, mate. Do I need to draw you a diagram? But who who would be sixth and fifth? Who cares? Yeah. Just who, give us number eight. Who cares? If we're not in the finals, it doesn't matter who's in the finals. And if winning four, the next four out of four only gets us to seven or eight, we need to win the next four out of four. That's there's only four more. There's only four more games in the season. I believe so. Four and right. four. Was eight that, games. Just a quick shout-out to Bubs, the... Tour de France has started, and I know you're watching, mate. That microphone's except. Is that a Blue Yeti? Yeah. My mum bought it for me for Christmas. Because <laughs> I said I wanted to be a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> you really support it. Uh, um, <laughs> Mal, could you... T- I won't t- tell you what it looks like. Could, <laughs> <laughs> it's a thick one. Uh, what's the Carlton? Carlton, Adelaide. Uh, then I think it's Melbourne, St Kilda. But it, okay, they're all. I mean, St Kilda worries me. Melbourne. Well, Melbourne just did St Kilda by three points. Nah, like, basically, fucking... basically, we have to win all of them. To be honest with you, to to make seventh or eighth. So that's absolutely. You know, basically, why even bother talking about it, boys? Get out there and win the last fucking four games of the season. Otherwise, you're having an early holiday. Well, what about last? win the last eight games of the season? And it's not like... Yeah, that's, can, that's best. Best it's, case. It's not like you can travel overseas anyway, so getting on your holidays early this year just isn't yeah. worth it. No All good, right? because Browley's not that good at the moment. So, Cornelio, Cogs, you got to say what you said at halftime in that game when we won. Do goosebumps. The thing, do the, yeah, goosebumps. Do the thing where we win. And do that for four times. Okay, righto. Okay. And put Jezza on the beach with a rod. Yes. Or in a boat. And Riccardi fucking out of the square. Yeah. Straight and hard. So that's next week. Fourth quarter. Playing at all costs. I did have a issue for fourth quarter. I've been looking at the analytics and doing some stats, doing some analysis, doing some uh, heavy, heavy graph work and it seems that of the past 12 months the ninth most or the biggest uh, downloads per country is Vanuatu so shout out to all our (laughs) listeners in Vanuatu (laughs) excluding the Aussies we've got the US and then we've got you know we've got also in Denmark and the UK is pretty popular But they're up there in ninth, all you people in the Vanuatu, never surrender. <laughs> right, good work. Rush is up there too. Rush is, Big fan Rush is at 10, but Vanuatu beat them. That's a showstopper. That's issue. That's 
fourth quarter. That's basically you can probably wrap on that. Here's the Vanuatu. I, oh, I, I did have I did have one uh, plan at all costs thing to mention. Thank God. When we finally get that epic photo of Brent Stormy Daniels with together with the real Stormy Daniels together with Michael Eb- Ebenezer. <laughs> Kwajo Amari Awuo Jr., also known as Stormzy. I'll cut in a bit of Stormzy's lyrics. <laughs> yeah, do, do it. Um, it would be very good to see Brent Daniels, who the man who rely who plays a sport, a professional professionally plays a sport that relies on height, might in fact be the shortest person in that photo. <laughs> Is because right? the internet, Perfect. the inter, the internet lists the real Stormy Daniels at one point seven meters. The internet lists Brent Daniels at one point seven meters, and the internet lists Stormzy at one point nine six meters tall. So 1.96. maybe our our uh, recruiters should take a look at Stormzy's foot skills. That's a tall guy for a singer. Yeah, well. If you got the talent, you got the talent, don't you? I guess. Yeah, yeah, how absolutely. Tall you are. <laughs> yeah, don't die with the music in you. Yeah, no. The issues that the, the play on at all costs was also on a previous question. How's this for a provisional lineup of former former players? Only those who went to play on elsewhere. And he says also very biased. Uh, he thinks it might be lacking a centre half back. Anyone I missed any disagreement? So let's get controversial and disagree. This is from the back. Plowman. Uh, Lockie Plowman, obviously Carlton. Nick Frost, I think he's now at Hawthorne after a bit of a travel. Uh, Dom Tyson, where did he go? He's gone. Yeah, he was at Melbourne. Was he at Melbourne? Okay, so Plowman, Frost, Tyson, backline, halfback line. Uh, Nathan Wilson, Jacob Townsend. W- w- when he's right, he's missing. Out, if that's where you put in Townsend, it's a halfback. And uh, Tom Punchy Bug. Where's where is Love Punchy Bug? bug? He no, he's retired. Born. He's on social media. Yeah, he's doing supportive texts for the Giants. Why? Because <laughs> uh, he's awesome? Because he, yeah, relevancy Because he's awesome. <laughs> he was our best uh, tagger pre uh, the Dutch clamp. Oh, I, I still remember being down at Marnica Oval watching it. It might have even been a Neeful game. Like before, the, before I love the, Buggy. Before the, uh, the, you know, the side was admitted into the AFL and yelling out, to Tommy Bug and he looked over and I'm like, you're gonna to have to get used to people yelling your name, mate, if you're gonna play, you know, professional football. But well, maybe that's wait, they, maybe that's why he stopped because he hated it so much. Yeah, perhaps. Um, on the wings, Setterfield, uh, who's apparently now been turning into quite a good footballer for the Carlton, which is annoying. Jack Steele, Canberra boy, and Tom Scully. Uh, yep. Halfback line, uh, sorry, half forward line. Will Hoskin Elliott, Josh Bruce. Uh, Adams, Taylor Adams. Taylor Adams, yep. yep. Adams, that's the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, he can play. Uh, forward line, play. Uh, Devin Smith, Tom Boyd, Anthony Miles. Interesting. Yep, yep. Ruck. What, Boyd, he's uh, gone as well, isn't he? He retired from football. Yeah, gone. Ruck, Rob, uh, Rory Lobb, Rob Lobb, R- Rory Lobb, Trelaw, yes. Shield, yes. Yes. Play. Yes. Interchange, Tomlinson, uh, Phillips. Who the fuck's Phillips? Uh, Andrew. Who's he? Is he a ruck? Who's Essendon. he? Yeah, he's a ruck. Is he? Stewart? Oh, Stewart guy from he's Essendon. He's a forward. Yeah. James Stewart. And Patton. The general. Injured. At Hawthorne. The general. 
I reckon yeah. I'd probably swap out Townsend. I'd put him in the interchange and Tomlinson at centre half back. What's the question? Uh, any would anyone he missed any disagreements? Yeah, I'd I'd push personally. I'd push Frost up to uh, centre half back, and I'd bring in uh, Timmy Moore at fullback. Oh yeah, yeah. Did he good go friend on to of play the pod, Timmy though? Moore. Uh, no, I think he's got delisted, and yeah, it apparently count. he's he he's suffered a. Well, hold on a sec. Tom Boyd doesn't play anymore, mate. No, 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 no. But he went on to oh, play right, elsewhere. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure so, he, he actually. I've, I've recently heard that unfortunately he suffered a very bad injury playing uh, lower level football. So, let's go out to Timmy Moore. Tim Moore. Oh right. Yeah, hearts feels. My original favourite. Tom Bug is also in charge of. I don't know what <laughs> yes. what does Somi mean? Is he? What is S O M E? S O M E. Scamo. On social media. Excellent. All yeah, right. right. Social That's media. Jesus. Wow. It must be. It's weird. In, it must be a Dutch, no, Danish word. Yeah. Um, must be. Because don't, don't, don't we call it socials? That's what socials. I would have called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah socials. Yeah. He manages and the is, socials. Who's running the socials? So me. And Izzy Falau is running PR. That's a very good, well played. There's some players that were used to be my favourites, Nathan Wilson. Jack's, Jackie Steele's going very well. Yes. Yeah, he had a loss today with St Kilda, didn't he, Jackie Steele? Oh. Trelaw is a good footballer. Yeah, very good. Will, Hos- a- Will Hoskin Elliott I'm a big fan of as well. Any man with a hyphen. Yeah. Mm. Taylor Adams, just, I, I think he, he was a, he's a gem too. And Shield was going well this year until he got rid of his samurai top knot. Yeah, we don't do that. I did like a moment today, actually, when Hainsey went up for a mark. Oh, yeah, I saw down. this. He's just readjusted his top knot. <laughs> as he's coming like, down. I saw that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, how's the top knot? <laughs> before, yeah, before he, he's landed. He's yeah. Landed before he's got up and chased after the ball, he's just given it a little yeah. adjustment. I'm like, hold on a sec, mate. We're going we're all right, we're going all right so. today, but we're not going that well. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fourth quarter, gents. Anything anything else for anyone? I don't think so. We just need the next four we need four W's in a row and we're and we're good to go in Eight October. W's in a row. Eight W's and, and, we'll we're, and we're cheering. Just get I think I think the key is build a pond in the hotel or wherever you're locked up, fill it with fish, just get Jezza out there, get who's his mate, Morty, just a couple of couple of flatties. Just in the pool at the hotel. Oh, it sounds like paradise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Suits me. Count me in. I'm in. All right, boys. It's been good. Never surrender. Never surrender. Never surrender. <laughs> Murky, kick, kick, My brother's going to die. We just rushing back. Thanks, Giants Army, for tuning in for another week of Never Surrender by the Squinners. Remember to send in your questions, comments, requests to neversurrenderpod at gmail.com and you can jump on the website as well on the contact form there, like Terry did. Um, and also get, get around our socials, GWS underscore squinters on Instagram and the squinters on Twitter.
I got back into, on top of the game. Whoa. Next hardest working player, maybe Coniglio. 